0: Evening, everyone. Welcome to the Kick and Show, the efficient podcast of Kicking the Tires. And as you can see, myself and Justin Schuer, we're here at the Sportsbook at the South Point Casino and Hotel, courtesy of Jimmy Vaparo and Brendan Gaughan. Jimmy saying we could use the Sportsbook for our, for our podcast tonight. And, uh, and Brendan really taking care of us here um, in Las Vegas and, and letting us... Uh, Pretty much, you know, do whatever we want. I mean, we've got a great room. We've got great food here. Zach, Seth, I wish you guys were
1: out here. <laughs> you know, one of these days, I'll have to make it out to Vegas. Yeah, I went a couple, I guess, last year with Matt. We went to go to the uh, um, the championship in Phoenix, and we stopped by Vegas the following week, and it was, like, one of my favorite trips ever. It was so cool. I've been wanting to go there for a long time. We stopped by the racetrack um, at Vegas this um obviously the racing going on but we just got to see the property and uh damn that whole that whole part of the country is just absolutely awesome so i'm really jealous of you guys because it's uh it's a good time out there especially if you're uh our yeah, age.
0: Y'all's, y'all's age yeah i see how that is i'm i'm gonna be 50, gonna be 50 in two August, weeks so i guess yeah. uh y'all being the younger crowd y'all get to go have fun i go to bed at, at nine right o'clock at, at night isn't that right just
2: yeah
3: you uh you yeah, pretty much fell asleep you, uh, pretty early <laughs> had me run your midnight errand for you. you. (laughs) So I get
0: out here and there's no charger for my iPhone. That's a catastrophe.
3: Especially when your phone says
0: was nice enough to go charge one to my room.
3: You you literally said, oh, hey, my phone's at 20%. 20 Oh, no big deal. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You You need need to have a phone. Especially with what you do. So there I go. Just going off and doing all my other stuff, getting you your uh, phone for you. But it's good. We're here.
0: I survived writing with you today. So, you know, there there is that. For, for you two back home, I don't know if you've ever written with Justin. I, I give you a fair warning. Don't. Um, He's but, a uh, wuss. And also, by the way, since he and I are sitting literally about Three feet apart. Um, you may hear some feedback, and there may be a little bit of a delay with, with mine and his audio, or we may talk over each other. So, so bear with us there. But let's talk about NASCAR, man. We're, NASCAR, man. we're, we're in Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. We've got racing. You can bet on the races this weekend right here at the Sports Book at at the South Point. And uh, trust me, those uh, those odds will be up on the board. Uh, and and there will be a lot of action happening right here. Zach, what do you expect, do you expect for this weekend uh, leading in the leading into the races?
1: A lot of intensity. I mean, it's one of the it's one of the most interesting times, of the, I guess the most interesting time of the year now that the Xfinity is finally getting their, uh, their playoffs started. They're the last ones to the party. Uh, the other two series already have their first rounds um, wrapped up and um, just unbelievable weekend at Bristol. I mean, we have a lot of stuff to look out for. Not only the rivalries, but just how everyone's starting these rounds. You know, you got a lot of guys who are uh, starting from the back, really, and they, are, they already have some points they have to make up and you yeah, have other guys who are starting it off with a big advantage and it's all about maintaining that advantage. I mean, we saw things happen at Bristol like Kyle Busch, you know, he had one tire get cut down late in the race and, and you just saw the point tally go from 25, 20, 15, 10, three, two, and he just got out in time. I mean, that, that's, that can easily happen um, at Vegas. It's one of the definitely one of the more wild uh, mile and a half tracks, especially the truck series. I mean, that's one hell of a show. Uh, every year. And, um, you know, we tend to see new guys get up front, you know, in races like that. Um, Xfinity, you know, the most competitive series in the sport, uh, you know, they are constantly putting on just epic races. And Cup, these last couple months, I mean, the, the season's really turned around for me. I feel like we've had our best races of the season. Most of them have happened since July. Uh, so and in, and that tends to happen every year, but this year it's been um, cranked up tremendously so who knows what's gonna happen this weekend It's one of my favorite mile and a half tracks it's super fast, super unpredictable so uh, bring it on I'm ready I well I think you were mentioning too about how like you have uh, Vegas being
3: one of the wildest mile and a half tracks and if you think about especially for Xfinity how the next four race our next three races are for them, that means you're putting that on the same level as Talladega Super Speedway and the Roval, which most people would think you're crazy when you say that Vegas is up there with uh, the unpredictability. But I think you're right. We see so much aggressive racing. I mean, uh, look at the last few years with uh, all the late race restarts and and different crazy stuff like that. Look at Kurt Busch's win last year. Uh, uh, He was obviously running up front, but puts himself in the right position to – get him on one of those final restarts and, and get his first win at his home track so uh, i think we're going to see some some crazy stuff all weekend uh start friday night i know uh it's thursday night right now so uh there's probably some wild stuff going on with arco
1: already so <laughs> yeah and you mentioned like how kurt won that race last year that's something really important to to point out same with similar with texas uh it's a it's a track position race so if you're able to get up front, you know, through strategy, I feel like we're going to see a lot of people taking chances and going for it, even people who are outside the playoffs. I mean, there's a reason why uh, this isn't a 12-driver race. I mean, we still got 40 cars out there, and everyone still wants to end. Everybody wants to end the season on a strong note. No one wants to go out, you know, with, you know, a couple months of, of, of struggling races. So this is one of those opportunity races for everybody.
0: Seth, uh, from your perspective, as, as uh, Justin mentioned, there is racing, action tonight at the Little Track uh, with ARCA. We don't have Christian on the show. Um, I don't know you keep up with some of that stuff anyway. Uh, talk about your perspective from that angle, and then going into the, the we have triple-header NASCAR action, technically quadruple-header NASCAR action.
4: Well, for ARCA West at the Bullring at Las Vegas Motor Speedway, uh, you have Jesse Love attempting to defend his championship from last year. I believe he just qualified second if I was reading correctly, and Jake Drew got the poll. But also for the first time in ARCA history, you have five women competing in the same race. Amber Slagle, Amber Balkin, uh, Bridget Burgess, Mariah Boudreau, and uh, JoLynn Wilkinson. I believe I got their names correct. Uh, But it is gonna be an interesting race because there's 23 cars i think it's the biggest field for the west series since i want to say phoenix earlier this year and it's probably one of the more competitive But looking at the entry list i want to say there's somewhere around 15 to 18 competitive cars that have a legitimate chance to win on the right day so it should be a fun race uh jake drew uh Jake Drew, Taylor Gray, Jesse Love all qualified within a hundredth of each other. Wow! Oh wow! <laughs> so at it, the yes. ring. yeah, yeah at the bullring. Ring. That, yeah. That's
3: like that's like World of Outlaws kind of numbers there. That's insane. Yeah, and Trevor Hulls,
4: Trevor Huddleston, and uh, Dean Thompson were also within a tenth of the two of the three drivers ahead of them. So, yeah, that, that's going to be a competitive race. Uh, but for the big track, for the truck series, it, it's almost like a mini super speedway for the truck series at times, the way they get into packs mm-hmm. and the way they run there. Uh, for Xfinity, it is a little unpredictable because of the speeds. That I think it was a few years ago where Allgaier and Sindric Rex taking half the playoff field with them on lap one. And for the cup series, at least based on that one and a half mile tracks this year, I look at both Hendrick and Gibbs to dominate the race. For Cup? Yeah, for Cup. Why not Penske?
3: Where's Penske at?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, the quote Joey Logano, who when we asked where Team Penske stacked up, uh, he looked at the uh scoring pile and he's like, where did we finish? Seventh and eighth? We're seventh and eight. (laughs) <laughs> hmm. yeah no i agree especially with
3: trucks you know when they're on new tires it's almost like i don't e- i don't even think they lift if i if i remember correctly they don't lift for quite a few laps uh i, uh, I, I want to was, say it's
4: almost like 12 to 15 laps at their full throttle
3: yeah so it's almost a super speedway race for them at that point and not only that but they can actually change lanes in the middle of the turn and that's unheard of if i don't know if you've ever been on track, I know you've done iRacing, Seth. So that's like yeah. literally changing lanes in the middle of a turn, and that's absolutely unheard of. But those trucks are able to do that in those opening laps on fresh tires and all that stuff. So uh, if, if those teams have, have a set of tires late in the race and it comes down to uh, uh, a late yellow with 10, 5 to go, Uh, that whole field is going to come down pit road and it's going to set up for some absolutely insane restarts, but it's also going to set up for a big one, which, again, you look at the playoff picture. You have Talladega, you have the Roval, you have all these other tracks that people look at as the wild cards, as
4: the, oh, you have no clue what's going to happen, and something could happen there. Well, for trucks, it's Vegas, Talladega, Martinsville. There you and, go, Martinsville. Yeah, all it takes and, is
3: one person to spin out of two, and then all of a sudden and, they're
4: all piled up there. And just another note for the truck series: you also still have the 98 and the 38 in the owners' playoffs, despite uh, Todd Gilliland uh, failing to make the round of eight. And I believe With the 90, Smith winning at Bristol. Yep. Yeah, and I believe the 98 is still up there as well. So there's still a chance for a split championship in the truck series yeah despite everyone being full-time this year yeah it's gonna be crazy uh
3: but speaking of the trucks they uh they broke out some good news and they are gonna be coming out with a whole new front third of the body of the truck basically uh ford was the first one to come out with the new design they're kind of following the cup xfinity model where they uh want to make the front of the car more identifiable uh so they're following each manufacturers of what they produce on the line uh, as close as possible with what the front end looks like on the truck. Um, Ford has a pretty cool looking uh, body model. I know Chevy and Toyota are coming out uh, with the model later on. Uh, but what do you guys think? Have you guys seen the pictures of what Ford has put out? Um, I'm liking that direction because um, it allows each manufacturer to kind of showcase what they got a little bit more.
4: Yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah. You, you can go, Seth. Okay. Yeah. It does bring a lot more uh, brand identity back to the series. Not that, they're all the same right now, but it does have a little bit of a Carve Tomorrow Gen 5 vibe right now where they're so similar, but where they're heading is more like the Xfinity Series where they actually have a brand identity. And if I remember correctly, this is the fourth time that the truck series will have a different body. Granted, it's just the front third that's really changing, but for a series that's only been in action for about 25, 30 years now, uh, to only ha- go through four changes—it's not all that much, but it's also a lot at the same time in such a short period. Because uh, for the Cup series, uh, the generation changes often happen after about twenty years.
0: I want to point something out. Real quick. You know, when Ford released theirs, you know, everybody's going to get one as you just pointed out. But when Ford released theirs earlier this week, they—they they, we're getting back to that showroom style uh, vehicle. Ford says they want this new body style to mirror what is currently in customer's driveways, And I think that's really cool. You know, the, the people at Dearborn that designed this stuff uh, and, and the Ford Performance Technical Center in Concord, uh, it, it they know what they got to do to sell trucks and they know what they got to do to race trucks. And meshing those two things together isn't always easy. But, uh, you know, Haley Deegan got to go out and test drive this thing uh, earlier this week. So that was kind of cool, too. Seth, I know you know a little bit about that. Um, she was uh, uh, at one of the, uh, the the short tracks.
4: Yeah, she went to uh, Flat Rock Speedway, which I believe is in Flat Rock, Michigan, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, in the promo video, she uh, hooks up her uh, Ford F-150 to a trailer and uh, tows the show truck, or at least that's what it looked like at first, to the track And then just does some hot laps and goes on into the night and they even uh, use the uh, promo as a commercial to show how the Ford F-150 can actually power the track lights at Flat Rock Speedway for her to continue running uh, hot laps into the night.
0: So they they use the the production truck truck to light the track 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 to run run the race
4: truck. Yes.
0: That's pretty ingenious. Like it's,
4: that. it's definitely one of the more creative uh, styles of promotion that I've seen so far.
0: Go forward with some marketing aspect. That's pretty cool. I
4: like that. Zach, what are your thoughts? I know you followed
3: a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of the different identities across Cup and Xfinity. So here's Truck kind of finally following suit.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a step in the right direction, I would say. I'm just uh, taking a gander at the photo right now um nose looks awesome i really love that it looks bad mean looks pissed off i love it i I think the most i would say the the remainder of the truck which i i guess hasn't been changed so the sides and the rear um that can definitely use more character i feel it definitely it looks flat on the sides that's something that i love about the next gen car on the cup side is that the whole car kind of looks complete you know from the front the sides the back it just looks like a mean vehicle this one, it, it kind of fades away after you look uh, past the, the front tires. But I'm really happy with it. I can't wait to see what that looks like on a on a on a night race, of course. But uh, yeah, it, definitely interesting how Seth said it. Like how many times we've seen changes with the trucks. Uh, not as much as I was as I would expect. But you know, as Jerry said, it comes down to what the consume what the consumers are driving. And if this is what they're driving. Then that's what I want to see on the track. So. Um, those little technical things of how I like how they look, uh, that, that comes from the Ford side and what they're putting out. So, uh, yeah, I'm happy with it. It looks pretty good. I guess it kind of
3: brings back that old lingo way back in the day, you know, race on Sunday, sell on Monday, right?
0: Win on Sunday, sell on Monday.
4: Although for the trucks, it would be win on Friday, sell on Monday. Yeah, um, yeah,
0: yeah. Actually, if it was we'll trade, sell on you could, Saturday, you
4: could exactly
0: right, Zach. You could win on you could win on Friday and and, and uh, sell on, sell on Saturday. Saturday. Exactly. Yeah. Because exactly. because most states have blue laws that don't let you sell cars on Sunday. I don't know if y'all yep. knew that. At least Texas yep. does, and uh, around. North
4: Carolina is one of them.
0: Yeah. So uh, blue laws suck. Just for the record, um, you know what you can't buy in Texas on Sunday? You can't buy this, this stuff. This is Brennan Gahn's City Light Shine Moonshine. But they I walked up to the bar and they just gave me a bottle. And they're like, hey, can I borrow a bottle of moonshine? That's how, that's how you know hospitable they are here at, at, at South Point Casino. They gave me a bottle of shine to use for the show. But if you want some, you can get some in the gift shop. Uh, or you can you can actually win this stuff with your player's card. If you gamble enough on with your player's card here at the South Point doesn't matter if you win or lose. If you accumulate enough points, you can get one of those bottles for free. I know I have six of them at my house. Um, I was going to say, that's
3: how
1: you got this one.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think Jerry's trying to remind me of how much I've lost already, right? So if I lose a little bit more, then I can get some makeup of, like, here's here's my crying (laughs) bottle of medicine.
4: Meanwhile, Uh (laughs) Meanwhile, I was sitting here thinking he just said to Brendan, put it on my tab. (laughs)
3: <laughs> no, no, no. Seriously, seriously <laughs> I, uh,
0: I did. I walked up to the bar. We're here in the Sportsbook, for those that uh, just tuned in. We're here at the Sportsbook at the South Point uh, Hotel and Casino. And, uh, you know, in the background, you can see the betting boards and the TVs and uh, all of that. But I walked over to the bar and I asked and said, hey, we're doing uh, the kick in the Pop- podcast show. Um, the kicking show. Can you let us borrow a bottle so I can talk about it? And of course they did. You know, they they, they handed it right to me. The cool thing about the, the South Point and, and you know, it, this Place has a bowling alley, it has a movie theater, it has a rodeo arena, it has a casino, it has 11 different restaurants. Okay, and I said a bowling alley, they have 64 lanes of bowling here, they have 11 screens of 11 screens for a movie theater. That's more than some of the towns that I, you know, used to live in that had movie theaters there. So, there's all kinds of stuff going on here. We've got you know, they've got a spa, they've got uh. I mentioned the restaurants; they got bars everywhere. So if you if, you, if you're in the bars, they didn't got a Starbucks. New to South Point Hotel and Casino is a Starbucks. When you walk in the front door, that wasn't there before. So you know, thanks, Brendan, Dawn, and everybody here, um, and John uh, at the uh, at the reservations uh, area for taking care of us and hooking up, kicking the tires. We'll be talking about them throughout the show. But I want to move on, Seth. Talk to us a little bit uh, about some eye racing stuff that's going on and I know you kind of need to recap a few things uh, because we skipped over it last
4: week. Yeah, first I'll recap Bristol, which was last week. Uh, Keegan Leahy from 2311 Racing uh, was in a must-win situation uh, because he honestly had a miserable Darlington race after leading the first half or so. He got caught up in several wrecks and ended up, I think, 32nd, and he was about 32 points out of the championship four. Well... He delivered. He won practice, won qualifying, ran the fastest lap, led every lap, and won the race at Bristol. He led every lap, all 250, which Hmm. that's difficult to do, especially with only three cautions. Uh, He he just dominated the race, and uh, he he is now in the uh, championship four, along with Bobby Zelensky. There's two spots left. And next race is Taldega, But the other notable thing from Bristol, Ryan Luceff, who lives in Cypress, Texas, because of Hurricane Nicholas, he actually lost power and was running the race, thanks to a generator from his late model team, hooked up to an emergency backup power supply that was beeping every five minutes during the race for him. And he uh, finished third in the race despite having no power, no air conditioning, and a loud electric beep every five minutes Next, about two feet away from him.
0: Okay, look, you need to hook me up and and let me know where this kid lives because Cypress is about 80 miles from my house. If I'd have known that. I'd have gone over there and brought another generator for him. <laughs> I mean,
4: these are things I, I need to know. I he didn't. Uh, he, I didn't know he didn't have power until race time. He didn't tell anybody. You know, so, these are things
0: that I need to know. If, it, uh, if I can ever help somebody like that, I've got two generators in the house. I've got another generator in the kicking the tires, uh, you know, uh, playoff suit camper. Uh Seth uh, Zach knows all about that. He's uh I think Zach you stayed with me a couple times uh when I was doing playoff pursuit, didn't you? Did you did you did you come by and hang out when I was doing playoff pursuit with all the fans camping and stuff? Did you ever stop by there?
1: I don't think so. I know I know like Dustin and like someone else has stayed with you. I've never stayed with you, but I don't even think I've even seen it before.
0: I thought you I thought you were one of the great because there's a whole group with the the French Church guys back then, and that came over. Dustin, as you said, stayed. Kelly Graham will stayed. We had fun. We camped with the fans for ten straight races. We need to do that Ooh. again.
3: Yeah, I almost want to do that this weekend. Camp with the fans. Oh, dude, there's some there's some fans in Vegas that that are in the infield that'll party.
0: I just figured you didn't want to hear me snore.
4: That you and I am working or trying to work with uh, Ryan Luza for a story, not only on that, but also on his late ball team as well, because he hasn't had a lot of chances to race recently. He ran, I want to say in December and in, in April of this year. Uh, and that was for Jet Motorsports. But at least his own team, his uh, father's team, they haven't run a lot because A, of his racing because he's been in the Coke Series for about five years now. He won the championship in 2017, I want to say, say if I remember correctly. But um, he is trying to work some deals to get back into the car in real life. Uh, He ran these – it wasn't a snowball derby, it was a snowflake uh, last year. And I want to say he started 31st, got up to – 14th before he had a mechanical issue that knocked him out of the race but he ran well in it Uh, also iRacing dropped a pretty big bombshell yesterday the Mercedes FW12 the current F1 car is coming to iRacing along with the Mercedes FW13 the 2022 spec F1 car is coming to iRacing I may have known that. I kind of got a hint of it when uh, Greg Hill teased Rain earlier this year because during the stream, he pulled up a drop-down menu to choose a car, and I happened to notice some Mercedes uh, on the drop-down.
0: I was, uh, I was tipped off to that somehow earlier in past or late last week
3: what do you not know
0: <laughs> there are a lot i don't know i don't know how you got a driver's license <laughs> oh. You also
3: you also apparently don't know time because you're saying i was late when here we are
0: you are close to being late um <laughs> for those that don't know justin and i are sharing a room this week here in uh Vegas at Bell point and i don't know, know if jerry's
3: is- gonna survive
0: he is my driver.
4: So, uh, <laughs> this has been uh, an interesting day. I threatened to run a car. And, and one last thing uh, for iRacing.
0: I was shut up, guys. <laughs> uh,
4: the, the, the driver, well, this is the driver we sponsored I'm talking about. Oh, so, you might Brandon, want to listen. How's uh, uh, Br- uh, uh, Brandon doing? Not Brandon tell. In this case, it was Logan Helton. Oh, oh
0: Logan. I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. Come in a
4: couple weeks, uh, at Bristol he finished sixth, so he now. had a good run. And then in the Midwest uh, Sim Racing Association series that he also runs in, which we're not sponsoring that series, but in that series he went and he got a win.
0: And he was in a. Congrats. And
4: he was in a must-win situation in that league to make their playoffs. Okay
0: awesome yeah he usually shoots me a text every every week or so on how he's doing this hadn't hurt from him in a couple weeks so i didn't think
4: about that okay. yeah That's awesome yeah so and i do plan on being in the session i want to say their next race is i want to say it's talladega it might be texas uh, i forget their schedule but i should be in the session next time to be able to get screenshots Unfortunately, the last two times, either I was busy doing other things or was covering the truck race from home uh, at Bristol. So, unfortunately, the scheduling didn't work out. But speaking of Bristol, uh, we kind of have to recap the points and fantasy from that, don't we? I guess we do. Jess, <laughs> well, how was
0: your day at Bristol? <laughs>
4: How was Justin's day at Bristol? Yeah. Well, let's see. He picked one winner in in Xfinity. He had Kurt Busch in Cup, which got him 18 points. And he had Todd yeah. Goland in Truck. Not picking that turret. got him 30. Stop what? Stop <laughs> picking
1: Truett. <laughs> Didn't you pick him at Richmond?
4: Yes. Yeah,
3: so I picked him at Richmond, and then he decides, hmm, since Justin picked me, I'm just going to go run straight into the wall and end my day and give him one point. And then he probably heard that I picked him again and went, hmm, I'm not going to get any stage points. Well, I don't care about advancing, and well,
4: I'm going to well, finish 21st and get 18 points. Easy. Here's the thing. You're picking the wrong Ganassi driver. You should only pick Ganassi in IndyCar right now. No kidding. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: No, I mean, look, it's, it's bad luck. You know, yeah. Kurt, Kurt, Kurt had bad luck two weeks in a row, and it knocked him out of the uh, playoffs. So that really sucks for him. Um, but he goes to 23 next year. How did uh, how the rest of the field do? I don't think I suck completely too bad.
4: Well, in trucks, you've got 28 points with Ben Rhodes, 22, really? 22 points with Ty Dillon in Xfinity, and 21 with Kyle Busch in Cup. So, in Xfinity and in Trucks, you scored the fewest points. That's okay. In Cup, you scored the second fewest points.
0: But I'm still second in points overall.
4: Yes. Right now, you are. Uh, in Cup, right now, uh, the leader is still myself. I gained five points on Jerry last week. I am the only one above 1,000 points right now jerry is at 990 followed by rachel sarah believe it or not matt has climbed out of the hole he was in to be fifth then it's summer zach justin and christian
0: zach got down zach was leading this thing for the first half of the season then i like, came out of nowhere
1: so well that's when it. we yeah, it, that's when we started like keeping track. <laughs> well well here's oh, keep track. And, well yeah
4: here's the issue. Here's the issue. In the last in the last seven races, Zach has had two uh picks at DNF'd and or sorry, that's Justin had two picks at DNF'd immediately. Zach, meanwhile, just had a string of bad races: fourteen points at Michigan, eighteen at Daytona, nine at Darlington, I mean,
1: and all those picks pick. got wrecked at the end.
4: Yes.
0: Yeah, but Summer doesn't, doesn't pick, and she gets tenth place every week. Look for her. Well, that's what
4: we right exactly now, yes, that. right now, yes. But next season, that will be twenty fifth. Yes, she's
0: not worried about next season.
4: What about last place
3: just, like, gets whoever uh, got the least amount of points? So out of the people that actually pick, then for those that didn't pick, whoever out of those that picked got the least amount of points, they get those points, too. So that way, someone who doesn't pick can't have a chance at getting more points than someone who does pick.
4: That's an idea. That's an idea. Because then otherwise... Otherwise, the incentive incentive for me me and Zach right now is just to not pick. (laughs) Slowly but surely catch up. (laughs) Well, watch. You guys will not pick, and whoever finishes tenth gets DQ'd. Now, be your luck. your luck. That would be
3: that would be legit. That would be legit. I I wouldn't. I I would be be really pissed pissed off, off, but I wouldn't wouldn't be mad 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 at that. Because that would just like, be the chariot, of top, of it be the chariot of top of it all.
4: But uh, here's something, Justin, that you can be happy about. In trucks, your better half is leading the points. And she is very happy
3: about that, trust me, because I hear, <laughs> I hear it every
4: day. <laughs> every day. Rachel, Rachel exactly. has 197 points in trucks, uh, followed by Christian. And then a tie between myself and Summer, and then Matt, Justin, Sarah, Zach, and Jerry. Bring up the, bring up the rear right here, and uh,
0: we, have a, uh, we, have just, we have somebody that just joined us. Oh. Uh, hold on. I've got to move the camera around. <laughs> uh, so. Wow. Hey, hey, So joining us here on kicking the Tires is uh Christopher Knight from uh, CatchFence.com.
2: Hey, Chris, how's it going? Uh, how are you guys?
3: Doing good. Cozy? Doing good? Hi. Cozy? He's on my, he's not quite on my camera, but he's literally right here. Watch, Knighter, wave your hand like this. There you go, yeah, you can see yep. his hand right here.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we're not very far away from each other.
4: <laughs> now you're sharing Gary's within smacking distance. Hey, uh, Justin, I have an idea for you. Since it, your picks and cup have been so poor lately, why don't you let Chris pick for you? Oh wow. Oh gosh! Yeah, you want to see my <laughs> cup pick? <laughs> what are you guys talking about? We
0: were doing the, We were uh, talking about you. Stuff. We're, oh, we're yeah. waiting for you to come on the show. <laughs> I have to give I to give NIDA my headphones, so I can't hear anything. But I, but I have a plan for that. So, uh, so uh, y'all go ahead and, do, y'all go ahead and, do, uh, and, and talk to Nidor for a second, and I'll be back on on the uh, podcast in just a second.
4: Right. So, what do you guys want to talk about? Well, we're going to. So we were talking about our fantasy. Uh, uh, oh, points uh, that we've been doing. And as far as Cup, for those on the show right now, Justin is last. Sorry. Sorry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've been, wh- pretty, I've been pretty close to last, but I feel like lately I've been making a comeback. I picked Truex to win at Richmond. I got Chandler Smith in the truck series I picked. I had guy in the Xfinity race, and he was one of those guys who were going three wide on the last lap. And then I had Chase for Cup. And you know, he was looking pretty good before, you know, the, the project, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Thank I'm you. I'm on a I'm on a good streak right now. I keep it going. Meanwhile, I had a for
4: man, me, I a little more comfortable. Meanwhile, for me, I had a mediocre week last week after some pretty good weeks uh, recently. I had John Hunter Nemechek in trucks, Ty Gibbs in Xfinity, and Joey Logano in Cup, which they all ned me about thirty to forty points each but it still wasn't the most. Uh, Justin's their half, Rachel, scored the most points this week, picking Larson to win in Cup, Gregson in Xfinity, and Sheldon Creed in Trucks. So she maxed out on stage points, essentially.
2: I think uh, Larson's Larson is pick for this week, and obviously you have to go. After Kyle Orson this weekend because he's the most recent winner at Las Vegas, right? But I think this is going to be pivotal race in the NASCAR Cup Series this weekend, especially for the guys like Team, Team Penske and Joe Gibbs Racing. Uh, you got to come to the table now and you put yourself in a position so that if you have problems uh, at Talladega and the, the Roval that you have had, you know, an opportunity to get yourself into that next round of round of eight because you won. Uh, in the in the opening on the twelfth, so. and especially
3: like what you're talking about, like all those guys that are right there on the on the points bubble, because yeah. you obviously have Hamlin and, and Larson who are way ahead with all their stage yeah. wins, and and Larson with all his race wins and all that stuff. Uh, they're sitting comfortably. I'll just keep it at that. They're sitting somewhat comfortably, <laughs> but I mean, you have like only what one stage yeah. separating uh, five drivers, and then two stages separating the rest of the field. Yeah, I got you. You know, I'm thinking
2: like, you know, I'm thinking like Kevin Harvick, a guy that, you know, many thought that he would probably be gone gone after this round, uh, made it through this round because he had a very solid round of 12 uh, or a very solid round of uh, 16. And he's got to put himself in a position to have three very strong weeks to carry him into the round of of AP because he virtually, I think he has one playoff point. And, and that's not a whole lot compared to what uh, guys like Denny Hamlin and
3: Kyle Larson have. Well, and Seth, you were talking too about – or uh, Zach, you were talking about Bristol where, you know, you have some guys who are uh, uh, up at the front competing for the win and then all of a sudden flat tire. Kyle Busch having to come down pit road. See Denny Hamlin having to come down pit road. All that stuff. So, uh, you're talking – like you said, you're talking about Talladega and Roval being the being um, the wild cards. <laughs> hey, hey. We're in Vegas. Play that wild card now.
2: And we've seen this Las Vegas race be a wild card. This fall race at Las Vegas, when the intensity and the playoffs are on the line, we've seen this Las Vegas race literally turn itself upside down. And I don't think that there's any reason we can't see that happen on Sunday.
1: Yeah. And I talked about how important, um, you know, track position is going to be. We're going to see a lot of aggression with strategy. But honestly, the the first race at Vegas this year was one of my favorite cup races ever. Um, I, I know the last stage almost went caution-free. It was like a long 80-lap green flag run to the end. Um, if we had like one last you know, 20-lap run, it would have been incredible. But the racing in those first two stages were just absolutely astonishing. We, we saw three wide for the lead for, I think, two and a half laps. It was like Logano, Kozlowski, Larson. I think, with three wide for two consecutive laps, which you don't even see that at Daytona. Like You always see a lane start to push ahead. But on a mile and a half track, we saw those guys get to stick sideways like that, so... Um, I expect a lot of the same here. As I said, Vegas is just such a, an exciting mile and a half. Well,
2: and I look to tomorrow's Truck Series race at Las Vegas. The winner of tomorrow's Truck, race, truck Series race at Las Vegas will be racing for that championship four at Phoenix in November because you think that the Truck Series, they only have four races. They have three races. They have uh, tomorrow at Las Vegas, Caladega, and the Martinsville, and then their championship four is at, at Phoenix. So whoever wins, you know, if that's John Hunter Niewiczek, or if that's a Ben Rhodes, or um, you know, any any one of those, you know, uh, you know, can can someone like um, Carson our step up and steal the picture? Can Chandler Smith, you know, go back to back, you know? So there's a lot on the line in that Truck Series race tomorrow, and I think that's where you'll see aggression really come play into it, especially at the end of the race if we get late race caution. You know, Sheldon Green has been the man on the mission here in this in the playoffs, but as these playoffs get. Uh, you know, closer, I expect these restarts, especially in stage three. Any caution in stage three, really, to set the potentially set that uh truck series playoff picture upside down,
4: yeah. Yeah, and as I was saying earlier, uh, before you joined us, the mile and a half this year have essentially been Hendrick Motorsports and Joe Gibbs Racing's playground. So it's going to be crucial for both team Penske and Harvick, at least in the cup series if they want to be able to get into the championship four, for them to have a good showing at Vegas. Have
2: you guys talked about silly season?
4: Have talk yeah. about what?
2: Silly season? We, we have
3: not yet. To. That's next on our agenda, I think. Oh, I, think uh, well, I think now is when we start picking, right? I
4: yeah, now it's when we would start picking for uh, fantasy. All right, let's
3: do it. So trucks tomorrow night, who do we all have? Oh boy.
4: Well Jerry's last in trucks, so uh, he gets the first dibs on trucks. I'm gonna go
0: I'm gonna go with
4: man, that's tough. John Hunter name the
1: check. Okay. And next would be Zach. I'm gonna go with Austin Hill. He's uh he's good on mile and a half, and uh, he's angry after losing out at Bristol and getting kicked out. So I'm gonna go with Hill. Okay, and
4: I believe next for trucks would be Justin. Yeah, at
3: that point it's easy if if, if Jerry's gonna go uh, JHN, I'm gonna go Sheldon Creed because he's the only one that's been able to keep up with that number four, um, and he's got so many wins over the last few races. Uh, there it's. It's a no-brainer at this point,
4: and that leaves me with uh, hmm. I think I'm gonna go with Carson Holzivar. He's been running well lately. Solid pick. And I'll throw one.
2: I'll throw one in there for giggles. I'll okay. Throw Matt All
4: right. That's the other one I was honestly thinking of.
2: I thought about Matt Crafton too. He's he's the veteran that he's the sneaky veteran that can just show up out of nowhere and really steal the thunder from, from yep. these young guys. I and, feel it. Like, and, yeah. and Matt Crafton, I feel like, you know, since ThorSport Sport has made the progression in the switch over to Toyota, that they've really set themselves up for a higher Higher showing in, in these playoffs compared to last year, and I think that Matt Crafton is probably your sleeper tomorrow night at Las Vegas. Yeah, I feel the same way with quite a few others. I mean, there's Grant and
3: Finger who can easily go in and win. There's uh, who knows Johnny Sauter has has kind of been on and off all season, but if that team unloads fast off the truck, that guy's knows
4: how to how to get it in victory lane. Um, and then Rachel's, Rachel's picked Stuart us us Friesen. It. Okay, and for Xfinity, the first to pick again is Jerry. No I had a feeling you were going to go with Gregson. Uh, the hometown driver, he he always runs well at uh, Vegas. Next Forks Finney is myself and I'm going to go with A.J. Allmendinger since uh, he's still on the board right now. And next Forks Finney would be Zach.
1: I'm going to go with Harrison Burton. Uh, he's quietly been on one of the best runs of his career, actually, with Eight straight top tens, four of them top fives, and he tends to always pick it up no matter what series. He always picks it up at the end of the season, so it'll be a great way to a great time to start. So I'm gonna go with Harrison and Justin. Mm,
3: Seth, I'm not happy with you, man. I was gonna make uh, (laughs) Almondinger help me go four out of five. Um, I'm gonna go with my second favorite, Justin, aside for myself, and uh, Justin Allgaier uh, will. Uh, put that number seven into victory lane.
2: Let me throw a good one in.
4: Yeah.
2: Who has got has everything to gain and nothing to lose tomorrow, in my opinion? That's Daniel Hemmer.
4: Yeah. He definitely has everything to gain. and Nothing uh, to lose. Yeah.
2: It's just a matter of time, I feel like, before Daniel Hemmer finally able to see the deal, and what a better place to gain than right here in Las Vegas to Daniel Hemmer, I think. Know, you watch, uh,
3: thing Hold on one second. You're not coming through. Okay. They're hearing you from my mic. Yeah,
0: know that's my fault. Scary. Well, which I don't realize is what we got to do to make this happen. Because, you, you should know,
1: all be on the same. Shouldn't you be using like the same laptop? Oh, no, there's
2: two different laptops here. No, we're doing all kinds of different stuff. It's like a, it's like a whole army operation.
1: Oh, is it? You know, let's, You should be on the same screen though, so it's like all one audio thing. Instead of sitting yeah. next to each other, but well, this will
4: be good for the Yeah, well, this will be good for the uh, blooper reel at the end of the year. But oh, for We're good. yeah, but oh, for okay. those, but for those of you who didn't hear, uh, Chris was saying Daniel Hemrick has everything to gain and nothing to lose. Yep. Real quick. Snyder, say something. Hi. There we go.
2: Yeah, yeah he's
1: back. He's back.
2: Yeah. I <laughs> just want to make sure. Have you guys ever been to the South Point, Zach? Have you ever been here? Uh,
1: I think we just walked. I never stayed there, but I've, I've walked through. It's
2: very busy here tonight. It looks busy. T- you know, I talked to, to John I- and Eddie, who we want to thank uh, for helping making this weekend impossible. John I- and Eddie always care of me, and he definitely took care of the kick of the tires game this weekend. John I- and Eddie said they are uh, about 90% sold out. This weekend, here at their hotels. So uh, he expects that number to get closer to 100% here before the end of the weekend. So I thought that was pretty good.
0: Well, if you're a NASCAR fan, then you're in Vegas. You need to stay here at the South. I mean, there's no other reason to go
2: anywhere else. I like staying here. There's great restaurants. There's great restaurants. The the is good. The atmosphere is good. The rooms are nice. I, I like being off the strips. You don't have to deal with the traffic, is what I like. And I mean, even if you want to go to the store, there's stores like right down the street where you don't even have to get in that heavy duty traffic to do that. I just
3: counted earlier, there's 65 different TVs around us right now. 65, that's insane.
0: Oh, there's way more than that.
3: Oh no, what I'm saying is, Around us,
0: just here. There's, like I said, there's
3: plenty more. Um, but I mean, you got Thursday night football tonight. You got NASCAR all weekend in town. Uh, you car finale. You got baseball coming up at the end of their season, and there's lots of close. Uh, IndyCar finale Sunday. Yeah, down at, out in Long Beach where I live. Yeah. So.
4: And Justin. Is it a
2: golf weekend too?
4: I don't know. I don't really follow weekend. golf. I was gonna say. Uh and F one is in Russia, I believe, this weekend. If the tracks yeah. still not flooded.
0: Okay, a guy from Britain won the British Grand Prix. The was it last weekend, the countryman uh, from
4: uh two weeks ago, uh it was two... R- Daniel Ricardo, who's half Italian, yeah. won the Italian, Grand, Italian Prix. Grand Prix.
0: So now they're racing in Russia and what do you think the chances of Mazda Pinar to win the race? I, guess.
1: Uh, <laughs>
4: uh, I think uh, I think there's a better chance of Kivat uh, uh, subbing for one of the Alpine drivers and winning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no offense to uh, Haas, but uh, they're the slowest car on the grid this year. Uh, but didn't he get re-signed today? Yeah, they did. They did. Both, Hol- right. both Mazepin and uh, Schumacher, Schimacher. yeah. Mm. All right, well, I think uh, uh more
3: Xfinity picks, right? There's, uh, unless oh, your w- f-
4: wife sent you a pick. Yeah, yeah
3: so uh, uh, someone with- went with and Gragson. Did anybody pick Austin Syndric? No. Okay, okay so she then she show will show go with Austin Syndric Austin- because she has Austin Syndric, Justin Allgaier, which Austin Austin. I took, Austin. and then Brandon Jones. <laughs> Um, but she has Cinderick ahead of Jones, so uh, I like.
2: Here's, here's the thing: I like Brandon Jones, but the problem with Brandon Jones right now is that he doesn't have any momentum, and he doesn't have any. he's, he's so he's very fast, but it just seems like that, that that he finds trouble or trouble finds him. Yeah, right. And that has led to such inconsistency in these playoffs. And I think that, that eventually, if he can, if he can, Kansas Bway is one of his better racetracks. He's a former winner at Kansas Speedway. If he can pull off a win at Kansas Speedway to get himself in, but he's going to have to do that here pretty pretty soon. He's going to have to survive the initial first round of the Xfinity Series playoff. But if he can do that and and, and clutch his way through, then uh, Brandon Jones is is potentially somebody that um, could be rim riding
4: all the way up until Phoenix. And, Justin, you're the first to pick for Cup. Uh, Chris suggested you pick Larson. Uh, to help you out of your whole, are you going to go with Larson? I mean, I've got one other
3: no-brainer with Sheldon Creed, right? So, I mean, uh, yeah. gosh, this guy's uh, almost one-to-one odds here for the race. When he's almost one-to-one odds for the championship. So, uh, uh, might as well. So, Kyle Larson going to sweep, uh, sweep the Vegas jackpot. And, Zach,
1: you're next to pick go a little bit outside the box. I'm gonna oh, gonna go outside the bubble. I'm gonna go with Brad Kozlowski. I don't know about that one, but I just have a feeling. Um, sometimes you have a feeling about somebody he's a three time, I believe three time uh, yes. Vegas winner. It's one of his better mile and a halfs And yeah, I just I don't know. I mean he's in a he's not in a terrible spot. He's only six points out at the start. Uh, but I, I coming down to the end of his Penske days, I just I just sense that he's gonna do something big to end it and maybe that big thing will happen this week. I really don't see him making the final four, but um, I think a win this weekend will bump him into the next round and uh, that maybe will be like his final, as I said, his big uh, defining moment to end his Penske career. So well, it's a good track for him, so I'll go with Brad. Well, I was well, going to say, uh, out of the playoff
3: drivers, uh, Keselowski has the most wins. No
4: one else has three. Yeah. And Jerry, what about you for uh, cup picks?
0: Um, because Shell has done so well to us, here at Kicking the Tire, I'm going to go with Joey Logano.
4: Okay, then. And I'm also going to go a little outside the box. And like what Zach said, uh, when you have a feeling about somebody and you just have to go with them, I'm going to go with Alex Bowman. Ooh, four wins I, on this season. That and also... He's consistently gotten better at Vegas in every single race since he started uh, with Hendrick. And I believe the last one he finished, I want to say it was 12th. So if he continues that improvement, he should at least get a top 10, if not a top 5. Yeah. Good logic. And, and
3: Bowman's uh, been solid all year, too, so...
4: And Chris, I know you talked about Larson, but who else do you like for
1: Vegas? I think Blaney. So we have all the Penske guys, and no. <laughs> I,
2: I, I, I like Blaney. I feel like Blaney's the best of the team Pensky organization right now, yep. right? Yeah. I really do. I feel like that Blaney, uh, and you know, uh, you know, I really feel like that Blaney has has really stepped up the plate when he needed to this year, right? And I feel like a lot of people were, were waiting for that to happen with Brian Blaney, and he's delivered this year, and I think that. I just, you know, I I understand understand Zach's pick for Lowski, but I just don't know if the team is focusing on that two car. Uh, I think that 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 ship has already sailed per se, and then they're already focused on making sure that the guys that are staying with their organization, such as Logano and Blaney, are doing everything they can to make it to to the round uh, uh, to the final round. Now the only cost on Keselowski's deal is that he's going to be a factor next weekend at Talladega. He always is. you don't have to have the bells and whistles at Talladega to be a factor. Keselowski is one of the best plate racers in the cup series. So, but as far as uh, team Penske is concerned, I, I, I will put money on Blaney all weekend long.
3: Well, it's funny. Cause you mentioned Blaney and, and it's like five races before the playoff started. He was like a ninth, 10th seed. Much like the realms of where Logano and Keselowski was, but then he goes on that five race streak to end the regular season, and now he's the second seed going in the playoffs. Like I don't think anyone saw that coming. I
2: I just think that it's one of he's. This is one of the scenarios where momentum is everything, right? momentum can tell you and, and make you focus in ways that you've never focused before. And for, for Ryan Blaney, he's, he doesn't seem to be catching himself up in any drama or shenanigans. He's really focused. He's doing what he needs to do to prepare for these races. And, and fortunately for him, the 12 team is clicking right now. you know. And I think that's a great thing. Uh, the unknown for for Ryan Blaney is Jeremy Bollens is leaving at the end of the year. Right? So what's going to happen with with, with, with Jeremy uh, Jeremy Bones is pretty cheap, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Jeremy's leaving at the end of the season. So uh, I think like one? What? what? Uh Brad's
0: pretty chief leaving too.
2: Yeah. Todd Gordon. Yeah, Todd Gordon's leaving. Yeah, Todd, Gordon, Todd are they both leaving? Todd, not, Todd Gordon's leaving. Yeah. That's Todd's what I'm thinking one, of. I'm not two, thinking two, of Jeremy mean, Bones. Yeah. So excuse me. But Todd Gordon's the one I'm thinking about. But as far as uh, his blaming is concerned, uh, I just think that, that he, he wants I think he knew the pressure was on him to perform this year, especially when it got to playoff crunch time. And I think he's doing exactly what Roger Pensky expected him
4: to do, and, and he's doing that. And, Justin, did Rachel send a cup pick?
3: Yeah, she's yeah. going to go kind of what you guys have done, a little outside of the box there, and she's going to go with Kevin Harvick.
0: Wow. Okay. That
3: was actually her first pick that she sent over. Like, she wanted Harvick first. Over Truix, over Blaney, over Lugano. Um, Which I think if you're going to pick Harvick, this is the time to pick him because um, Bristol's... i been pissed. Yeah, Bristol's <laughs> yeah. made a pissed. Yeah. And, and, a, and a happy Harvick is, is fun to watch, and a pissed Harvick is really fun to watch.
2: Blast. When was the last time that we've seen Harvick that pissed off?
4: Oh, yeah. Martinsville. Uh, uh, in the Mar- truck Mar- race. V- yeah, Martinsville Trucks. Uh, I don't yeah. even know. I don't even
2: think he was at this. I really think it was the Pickle days when him and Greg Pickle went at it. Oh, of the yeah. School. Oh, yeah, yeah.
4: Uh, didn't, uh, didn't he, him and, uh, I think this was.
2: remember he waited for him until the race was over with. And didn't, then and after him.
3: didn't him and Gordon oh.
2: get into it one, day, one year, too? Yeah, I don't think, yeah. I mean,
1: he's had it with everybody. Yeah. But I don't think he's ever said he wants to rip someone's head off. <laughs> and then he slams his helmet on the on the roof and showing. I feel bad for that helmet. I feel bad there. for that
2: helmet. Yeah, that, that, I feel I no, waiting. no.
1: I feel bad for his glasses
0: oh, that he yeah. shattered with the helmet. <laughs> that, that's what I was trying to get to. I feel bad for the glasses. I <laughs> did they <laughs> break? Fixed the yes. Did they yes, break? they did. They yeah. yeah. did. All sure of his glasses. Guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. But wait, when did Harvick start wearing glasses?
2: Oh, I think he's like a lot of these guys you don't notice that they're wearing glasses until after the race or even if they've got an uh, onboard camera.
3: Or um, unless, I was going to say, unless you're Joey Logano and you just yeah, put them inside your helmet.
2: Yeah, I mean, I just, I, there's a lot of these guys that have, you know, I think, I think, isn't Denny Hamlin even showing them to wearing glasses a little bit? I, I, I,
4: once I or twice, at least.
2: Yeah, once or twice, I think I've even seen Denny Hamlin in glasses. So I think obviously age is, age is <laughs> catching up to some of these guys and hey, I'm cool, I'm four eyes, so like, you know, Go with
0: that. Well, guys, uh, I'm going to go have fun. So are y'all going to continue this without me? Or are you, you going to go have fun? Months?
3: Well, he has a whole right. bottle of fun right there. I know, but <laughs> this is your job. <laughs>
4: yeah. I'm gonna go I am th- I think he's this. recruiting you to take over for a little while. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to yeah. go
0: pay for this so that I can go have fun.
4: You didn't pay for it?
0: <laughs> no.
2: How'd you get it over here? Who it did it
4: to borrow, not to yeah. give. <laughs> he, he said he wanted to show it on the show uh, uh, to help. I'm, I'm, surprised surprised <laughs> I'm surprised I trusted
2: you. I'm
3: surprised they trusted you.
0: I have $20,000 <laughs> with a camera right here. Uh,
2: I, guess, I guess.
3: All right, so now we all know how much Jerry's backpack is worth. So if you see him, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right?
2: laughs> you really should see.
0: It's a site with all the computers and brackets and cameras and
3: phones we have we have everything but like one of those big like portable mixing boards um we have jerry has like a midi device 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 that he's got plugged in in. but i'm talking about like this only thing we're missing missing is one of those portable mixing boards and that's it i just
2: want to know what's like having jerry as a roommate this weekend because usually it's me
3: (laughs) well night one um he's like uh i'm sorry in advance for snoring and then like 20 minutes later he is so passed out that like i think the person next to us wanted to knock on our door and
2: like can you please stop your snoring that just means he's tired yeah oh, it'll, be, I... it'll be calmer when he's not tired i promise well, i just turned down the room so cold that he he actually if you turn down the room cold enough he'll he'll actually snore uh softer
3: oh okay that's a good trick to know yeah he uh when we first came here they only had king-sized rooms available as, as far as like their first set of rooms they were looking at and we look at each other we're like uh two queens please <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's fun. So, big thanks
0: to Brennan on. Did you make the part here in the sports book? John.
3: John,
2: I am not.
0: John, I am John, I am not.
2: So, the Iannati.
3: echo is throwing me off. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh... yeah, John, I am
2: the front desk manager here at South Point Hotel and Casino. He, yeah, he, he, is, with, he is with a lot of the teams and he's been. Very gracious to deal with us. You know, I even saw Brendan today and thanked him for, you know, it's nice to see Brendan gone here, you know, out and about here. And let, let me tell you, uh, South Point now has Starbucks open 24 hours a day. So that's just another reason why you need to come stay at the South Point because they have Starbucks open 24 hours a day.
0: As I said, if you're a NASCAR fan, you need to be here at the South Point. Best casino for sports fans, for NASCAR fans, for rodeo fans. This is the place right here.
2: Stay, stay tuned. Silly Season about ready to skyrocket off, and there is going to be some, some huge surprises that I think will, will tear uh, social media apart.
0: I've heard there's going to be a couple of big things
2: happening. I, I tell you, in the Truck Series, in the Xfinity Series, some may get announced soon and some may get announced later, but there's a lot of stuff going on right now, and I think there's a few huge surprises. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I might mention this tomorrow on Twitter, but I think there's a few surprises that's going yep. on some some surprises that i didn't even expect to happen are happening and if they they're able to execute and get the deals done i think it's going to take a lot of people by surprise
0: yeah i have one shout out one shout out booty parker on the box for the 23
2: yeah i was surprised by that i really was because i, I really thought that he left his crew chiefing days behind him when he was done with, with ty dealing at Jermaine racing look i think booty barker's been around the industry for many many years many many decades and i think he's, he's plenty of capable but I'm just worried about what happens to the stability of that race team if they're not performing up to the level. Is is it going to be is it going to be driver bait? Is it gonna, are, are they going to play the driver? Are they going to play the crew chief? Are they gonna, who's going to take the fall if that team doesn't step up to the plate and start performing like we, we expect them to on a weekly basis? It's not going to happen this
0: year. It'll happen next year. Do you think it will? Yeah, I, it'll be next year. He's going to be fine this year. It's gonna, this is going to be when they bring Kurt on. That's going to be the mentorship to. Me to bring that
2: whole organization. But there's up. no guarantees that Kurt Bush coming to 23-11 is going to propel that 23 team to move forward. I think if anything else, if Kurt Busch comes to 23-11, he's going to run so well enough that's going to do nothing but maybe force Bubba to have to drive harder every week. And that could be a recipe for disaster. Yeah, but Bubba can drive.
1: huh. Uh, I think I think giving someone a push is a positive I think if you give someone an extra an extra gear to find you know if they feel like they're being you know incentivized by a teammate you know I think Kurt is a tremendous teammate he's been around for 20 25 years in this sport he's a champion of course way back but every single year no matter what team you know maybe not Furniture row but like every team he wins with you know at least once a year and I, I don't see that stopping you know it's going to be a new a new venture for him. You I it's mean, going to be a lot of difficulties, but I think with them having a year in the books, that's going to they have a little bit of a notebook for next year. But then again, it's a new car, so who knows? You know, you know what, yeah. what As, is it going to do well? Kurt
2: Busch, Kurt Busch being a part of twenty three eleven has the potential to be a booster for the twenty three team, or the the has the opportunity to be a disaster depending on what what goes, what is going on, and how the performance goes.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, let's wrap it up. We'll see you guys next week right here on the Gickens Show. We'll be back in our regular perspective homes and wherever we do the show from. So uh, you won't get the echo. And uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in.